This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. After last weekend's fall against Salford, the Stags needed to spring back to life as they made the trip to AFC Wimbledon. So when the hosts opened the scoring in the first half, again exposing the weaknesses at the back, you'd have been forgiven for thinking, here we go again. Thank goodness then for the players who had other ideas, mounting a comeback of such shocking qualities that even Danny Johnson scored. Excuse me a minute, I've just got to tie my shoelaces. You know... Isn't it wonderful what happens when you play the ball through the middle? Anyway, tonight in this very special Mansfield Matters podcast, our panel will look back on an afternoon of joy at AFC Wimbledon and discuss our hopes for the playoffs as we prepare to take on runaway league leaders Leighton Orient in the dedicated Her Game 2 fixture on Saturday. Speaking of which, that's what this week's show is all about, Her Game 2. Alan, Clive, Nathan, Nick and I are all taking a break and handing it over to our honorary Her Game 2 representative Cam who welcomes an all-female panel to discuss all things Mansfield Town and of course Her Game 2. And as it's such an occasion we've put the non-existent company credit card behind the bar here at the Capo Lounge in Mansfield who've kindly given us space to come together this evening. That'll be my credit card then so uh, tap water if you don't mind. Cheers. Uh, As we enter a different location tonight, there may well be one or two technical glitches, but we'll do our best. In fact, if you're watching this live, we've already overcome some of them. So feel free to get involved in the comments and have your say on your team. Right, that's enough from me. I'll see you at the end as I hand over to Cam. Don't worry, though, I am behind the camera and behind the laptop doing all the techie stuff. So if he does start making an idiot of himself or start talking nonsense... I'll be jumping in and taking over. So, should we have a sweepstake on how long that is? I'm going to give it 30 seconds. Right, this is the show for the fans, by the fans. Welcome to the Mansfield Matters podcast, live from Capo Lounge in Mansfield. Well, good evening and welcome to the Mansfield Matters podcast, a very special Her Game 2 special. And we're live here in the Capo Lounge in Mansfield. A massive thank you to them. Uh, you might have seen previously we've done things here, so uh, a massive thank you to them uh, to be able to bring this to you. It is International Women's Day today and with Mansfield Town's dedicated Her Game 2 fixture coming up this weekend against league leaders Leighton Orient, we thought we'd do something a little bit different. So. Joining me on my right, but your guys' left, we've got Kira, Emma, Keely, and Mansfield Town Ladies Club Captain Monica. Ladies, how how are you all doing today? Thank you for joining us. It's, it's fantastic. Just a quick one. So, Kira, you're a advocate of her game too. Yeah, that's right. Emma, you are our ambassador. I am indeed. Keely, you're a um, uh, Advocate as well, and then yeah. Monica, you play for the ladies' side, so it'd be rude not to invite one of the ladies' players. So, for, how's everybody doing? Thank you for joining us. Um, I just want to get down to sort of like um, what 
her game two is about before we sort of like venture off to talk about Mansfield Town because uh, we'll talk do the general talk about last weekend against AFC Wimbledon a bit about her game two about you guys and then uh, bring it all the way around and previewing about this weekend's game and what's actually happening at the game around the ground um, so Emma I just want to start with you um, what is your role? Who is Her Game 2? What is what is it all about? So, um, Her Game 2 was an organisation that was set up by 12 female football fans in May 2021. Um, so, height of lockdown, really. Um, and with an aim of highlighting sexism in football, um, working with clubs to eradicate it, and also really just empowering and championing women in football and in other sports. Um, my role is really linked into working with the club directly on any initiatives that we have, um, making sure that we're inclusive, we've got a good reporting system for any abuse at the games, and that that goes to the right people. Um, and just really kind of getting the message out there that, you know, we are a welcoming family club, we're inclusive, we want to make sure that we're really getting behind all of the women in the club um, in whatever format, really. So whether that be as a fan, as a player, um, you know, as a member of staff in the club, uh, just making sure we're doing as much as we can, really. Obviously, it's all fantastic work, but how did it first sort of like come about? Obviously, we talk about the the two, uh, the 12 initial um, female football fans that set it up. How did you get involved in becoming the Mansfield Town Ambassador? Yeah, so um, the club had already partnered with Her Game 2 uh, and they put out an advert on socials asking for an ambassador and um, listed all of kind of the responsibilities and just had to send an email across really uh, explaining why I wanted to do the role um, and what I was interested in. Um, that went off to Her Game 2. I had an interview with um, a couple of people from the lead team and um, other ambassadors from other clubs uh, and they contacted me to let me know that obviously I'd been successful. Um, linked me up with the contact at the club and it all got going from there. That sounds awful, awfully formal. That it is. I mean, yeah. and everything. Yeah, they take it quite seriously. You know, they want people that, you know, are representing what they're about and are passionate about what they believe in. Um, and they want to make sure that they've got who they believe to be the right sort of person for the role, which kindly was me. <laughs> it is. And Kira and Keely, sorry, Trying to think about a million questions. Trying to think about questions on the spot. But um, how did you two bring back Craig already? No, no. Turn your mic back down. Craig's behind the camera. He's running everything. He's doing my job usually. Um, Arguably better, some might say. Moving on. How did you two get involved then? Because obviously, like, might not necessarily know. Sort of like before Emma started doing this, I didn't particularly know of sort of like anybody sort of like that felt this sort of like you feel this way because you look on social media you don't really see a female representation but then you have this like outlet of her game too and Maxfield town ladies and whatever and all of a sudden you've actually realized you've got quite a lot of people that feel quite strongly but sort of like trying to improve Mansfield town and then just sort of like from an ambassador role but then also being advocates as well and and helping emma really drive drive the work forward I think, obviously, I've known Emma for years, sat behind you for years, and, and it was just one of those things that, obviously, you say that you never knew that people felt about it, but I think it's something you always feel, something you always want to push forward and in a positive way, and I think I just came about it because I thought, you know what, I've always felt this, I, I know Emma, I feel confident around her, so I think it would be really good to sort of help Emma bring a positive image to Mansfield Town for women, and yeah, and who else better to do it with? Um, I think it's something that has obviously always been prevalent um, to obviously push forward. Sorry, there's a little fire on my face. Um, to obviously push forward in football, and it's something that we're really proud of, and something that we're really looking forward to keep pushing forward. So I actually <laughs> applied to be ambassador <laughs> um, at the same time as Emma, um, and obviously the best woman got the job. Um, <laughs> so. Going from that, obviously, I had exactly the same as Emma, um, the interviews and the emails and, and whatever, and got got put um, asking if I'd be an advocate. Um, and obviously, I'd be delighted to help Emma. Um, so that's where it went from from there with Emma. Um, and it's worked out really good because we literally live in the same village as well. So we can meet up and... And, and get together and put ideas together. Um, and it, it is all about, obviously, representing 
Mansfield Town with her game too, but also other clubs and other sports. And yeah, it's, it's a good thing to get into. Um, but for me, I'm just so pleased to have them on board and with me. And it's such a team effort and it's something that we all work on together and we're really passionate about. We're always welcome for, you know, if anybody else ever wanted to join mm -hmm. the team, men, women, whoever, you know, absolutely come and join us and, um, yeah, yeah, help us out and give us any information that, you know, you want to. And these girls are amazing. You know, yeah. I'm so grateful. So can I just add something as well? I think it's all about like equal opportunities. So like I said, men men or women can obviously join our team and help to push those positive um you know strategies forward for the club and monica obviously you are the the club captain for mansfield town ladies what does sort of like seeing all this her game two stuff um bring to the ladies side because obviously it, it, it's a difficult situation because Notoriously, sort of like women's football, it's not as as well attended. There's not much of a focus on it. Obviously, the last few years are starting to change, and there's a massive swing. And women's football is getting more coverage. But what's it like as a, a player being there from? How long have you been at Manchester Town Ladies now? Eight years? Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> you've been you've been there practically since the start of looks like when the ladies team was was restarted and. What's sort of like the changes sort of like at the club sort of like you seeing as a as a player rather than as a fan? So as a player, obviously I've again been there a few years now and obviously each year there's been changes, there's been more changes in the last couple of years, especially obviously since uh, the Euros and that. Um it it's almost overwhelming the amount of stuff that these guys are doing, the whole team. Like, there was none of this when I was playing football. There was no recognition. There was, you couldn't play football. You weren't allowed to play. You know, you couldn't even be seen with the boys to be even playing a sport, let alone just football. So to see how it is progressed and is still progressing is makes me very proud as, as a woman, as a, a female footballer, as a, as a mum to a, a, a new generation of a potential footballer as well, my daughter and my son and things like that. So um, it is, it's really nice to see we're actually finally being backed up for something that should never really been pushed in the first place in, in, in a way. Um, uh, you know, I've been playing a long time now, and it's so like these, especially this season, more than anything. That when we play our games, yeah, we have family and friends that come and support us, but now we're being recognized whether it's a post, whether it's a photo, whether it's friends and family of my own. You know, word gets around, and we're seeing more and more people now turn up to games and ask when the next game is and ask how you're doing in the table and recognise that the rivalry between certain teams in the league is there as well. And it's, you know, it's banter, it's all good. But, you know, that rivalry between a men's game or a woman's game is just as, as a rival as it is anything. So to see, like I say, this her game too now even more, it's a, it's a great thing to be seen and be recognised. And these girls are going to do well and they're going to push it forward and I know they'll do a smashing job. Obviously, I, uh, for those that know me, I was the former head of media at Chesterfield Ladies <laughs> who play in the same division as yeah. as, as Mansfield and I, I do apologise, I do apologise. <laughs> <laughs> apologize. We love Chesterfield, okay. really. <laughs> I, forgot he, right. I forgot he got his own mic. Uh, but you compare this season to last season. Last season, when Chesterfield played at yours, it was at the RH Academy. We got 150, 200 people. Yeah. It was wet. It was cold. It was pretty Typical grit. Mansfield day out. Yeah, really, it was, to it? be yeah. fair. Yeah, yeah. And the RH is fantastic, but it, it's not the most hospitable place, purely down to it's just so cold yeah, up there. it is a very breezy you facility. It is. And <laughs> you compare it to this season, and last week you got seven nearly 800 people yeah, up at the one call stadium to watch a, a fantastic two-all draw and yeah. it was a real advert it was um, the most fans i've had we've had it was fantastic to see it was you know the the, the kids that were there the grown-ups that were there that were supporting us you know it the everyone shouted and everyone shouting my name <laughs> like <laughs> trying to zone out and 
get focused, ready for the game. But you know that that's what we want. That's what I want to see. You know, it's it's the future generations of girls coming forward that look up to us and to Chesterfield as well. You know, to anyone with it that I want to be like, oh, I want to play on a stadium like this because whenever we get the chance to play at the one call for me is an honour. I love that pitch. It it's, gives me such an adrenaline rush to play on that pitch. And for those who are lucky enough to play on it, 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 it I'll treasure it forever. So it's not often that I do get to play on a pitch of that size. You know, we get to play on, you know, the, the fields and what have you in the league and what have you. And yeah, to play at the one call alone is massive for me. Everyone will laugh at me. Oh, it's just, you know, it's just another stand. It's just another club. No, it's not. It means I'm, we're being recognised. We're actually having an opportunity. Might not be as many times as I'd like in a league or you know, in a season, but I'm grateful that we get the opportunity because not many teams get to have their main club do that for them. Yeah, and obviously like, it is very much baby steps forward. What is the next step forward for you guys? Because obviously we've got a few different, different examples. So, for example, on the shorts, we've got uh, the SSA sponsor on the back of there uh on the home kits we've got uh mansfield money quick shout out to all you guys uh buckley brown on there on the home shirt and then sauce and brown on the front and back of the away shirt is it also just like a bit of an issue that the fact that you've got different sponsors and it, it's not not nothing against those businesses but you've got trying to make these steps forward but if you've then got to go and find out your own sponsors to provide your kit to be able to pay for pictures for equipment this that and the other is it sort of like a bit not shallow in the fact that you get to play it somewhere like the one call stadium but the fact that you you're having to provide your own kit this that and the other it, it it's more than just a mansfield issue this is seen mm. right across football women's football in general so from a player, what is it like on the inside knowing sort of like how all these things work and sort of like where where needs to we be? I mean, really? I don't know the full ins and outs of obviously getting the sponsors and stuff. Obviously, as a player, we try and find our own player sponsors. And, you know, sometimes it is hard to get because some people don't want to be associated with a woman footballer, if that's the reason. Or, you know, times are hard at the minute. They don't have the funding to pay out. And that's, you know, that's fine. We're going through really tough times at the minute. But, like, obviously these sponsors are very close to us um, and have stuck by us for these last couple of seasons, three seasons. Um, and I know they want to continue helping us. And we just want to obviously... We just need to find a better way, a better system to do it better. Um, I know that obviously there's there's people within the club that are trying to push to get someone of that level of a sponsor, of someone to be seen, you know, like um, Sauce and Brown, for example, you know, he's a very close friend of my own and to the club and to the team. And, you know, he's he's worked himself up to get his company known. And, you know, it, it just needs to keep pushing and keep pushing. And with the right people and the right guidance, we, we can find decent sponsors. But... Like these, that these guys have helped us loads. It is hard from experience to get kits ready, to get the full eights to ladies' first teams kits ready before season starts. You know, unfortunately, we don't always get them on time. So it's not great. You know, half of the team don't get half of their kits on time. It's not great. So we will we roll with it, you know, it'll, it'll come. It might be a nice Christmas present for us. We're halfway through the season, <laughs> but, you know, we, we get it. Um, but, you know, any any sponsors now, hopefully we'll see how well women's football, girls' football is doing, and we'll go, I want to help there, even if it's just um, water bottles, little things, cones. The smallest things go a massive way, and I know that... Any team, no matter what age, will appreciate it in terms of sponsors. So, um, thank you to our sponsors, by the way. Much appreciated. <laughs> and so, it's like, from your guys' perspective, hearing about that and, and the difficulties, so it's like not having, is it uh, having all this, all the equipment or whatever, and having to wash your own kit, I presume, as well? Yes, I am the kit washer yes. as well. <laughs> how, how difficult is it when, so it's like, 
you guys as Hergain too are pushing for equality and to be to be heard as a female football fan, if we've then got these fundamental issues at a, a playing level for the players themselves having to, to wash their own kit or one person in a whole club having to wash everybody's kit. Is it more than just like Hergain too is a fan thing, but it's for the player as well. It's it's just a bit of everything, really. Yeah, her game two is for everything, all aspects of it. And I think there can be misconceptions about that, that it's either only women's football or it's only female fans or it's only people that work in the club. It's not. It's all of that. It's it's celebrating everything and working hard to make sure that that equality is there. Um, and like you were saying earlier, you, you know, you were having your name called and things like that and playing at the one call. You deserve that. You should have that. And that's the thing. It, it should just happen. Um, and it isn't, and it is frustrating. It isn't just a Mansfield thing. It is happening at all levels all over. Um, and it isn't very nice to see, and it's something that we're really passionate about changing and working with yeah. you on. Um, yeah, again, I know what I say. I get embarrassed about, you know, name being shattered and all these young girls <laughs> chanting, even grown men that I know say they were going to be chanting at the game as well. Like, great, you go for it. But I, deep down, it does make me think, I've worked for this. Yeah. So absolutely. as embarrassed as I might feel sometimes when I've got my little cheerleaders on the side, <laughs> I, I I've worked to get this far, and so yeah, yeah, I am. I'm happy for it, but it's a little bit embarrassing sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, as well, there's so many young girls out there that are playing football and wanting to get involved in it, and they need role models like you. They need to have access to role models like you, and seeing that and being involved and growing up and saying, you know, this is what I want to be. And mm. I was talking to, um, a couple of weeks ago, at one of the home games, we were giving out some of our Her Game 2 badges, which we've got on Saturday as well, um, that we'd had made. And um, I was giving it to um, a young girl called Rebecca, who plays in goal. I know Rebecca. Yeah, you yeah, do. Yeah, okay. um, and we were having a good conversation, and she just, you know, she said, I hope I can play for Mansfield one day. Mm. And, you know, I'd love to play out there and play for Mansfield. And that I'm getting goosebumps. Like, that's part of the reason that we do it as well you know we look at these young kids and think I, I want those to have those experiences growing up so it's not as hard they don't face the same things that you have um and it's all sorted and they can go on to play at the one call stadium and they'll have the kit and they'll have the sponsors and all of that is there um and her game to work a lot at grassroots level um so any merchandise and things that are purchased um a proportion of that um, goes towards grassroots and it all goes back into buying things like cones, you know, water bottles, all of those things, kits for like grassroots teams um, to give them those opportunities as well. Um, and we do a lot of fundraising for that. And, you know, hopefully we can do some work with the club for you guys as well, because we're really passionate about it and we want you to have it because you deserve it. Yeah, so it's just, it's a little bit frustrating to hear that obviously you have to do those things, but it's sort of what we're here for to help to help push that and to help push quality and and you know you were saying about all those little girls having that and that's something that I wish I had when I was younger you know even at school I can remember in secondary school the boys and girls being separated boys you can do football and rugby girls you can do hockey or netball which I've not got anything against not hockey or netball but I always, I always wanted to play football but I just never got the choice and and that's something that we're here for is to is to push that and to push obviously girl, allowing girls to play football if they want to, to watch football if they want to, to work at a football club if they want and to. That's another thing as well, sorry, like even different schools in different areas have different things. So when I was at school, I was allowed to play football and, yeah. you know, we had a girls football team, but you didn't and other girls didn't. And it, it's that kind of disparity as well that, you know, how can one school in the area have it, but another school not have that, you know, it, yeah, right? I mean, it wasn't all the way through school, and you know, I'm not um, slating my school in any way, but um, it was sort of there, like in the background, where there were certain choices in PE lessons, and mm. I mean, you know, you couldn't play football with the boys or things like that, and it's just something that we're here for to change, isn't it? Really? Akidi, obviously, it's such a, a misconception that football is a man's game. It, it's not anymore, and you go to games, and especially as Mansfield fans you do see more and more female fans and, and young girls especially as a driving factor of Mansfield Town ladies being more involved in the club and and there are more people coming to games than they were pre-covid we're getting not near enough home sellouts nearly every game now which is fantastic but have you ever had such like had situations where you've felt uncomfortable such like at games whether that's through 
facing sexist comments or just in general just being uncomfortable with just like somebody's being a bit rowdy or abusive or making sexist remarks but not just like in a in a directed at a person just in general just making you feel uncomfortable um for me personally um i've never touch wood experienced that um and i've been a mansfield supporter for over 30 years now i was like five when i first started um and obviously seeing the amount of women getting involved into football not just obviously at mansfield but obviously throughout um the clubs um it it has changed um a lot since i was younger and it, it's lovely to see um and like i say i've not personally had anything against me but i have sort of seen on social media um you know comments um not just about fans but about like tv presenters that are going on to do um shows and that they shouldn't be doing it because of being a woman um and i think the um obviously the ladies world cup has massively um put um you know a, a good stigma on ladies football and hopefully these guys can um you know get what they deserve and what they they should be getting really it should be an equal equal um opportunity for everyone has anybody ever faced any sort of like sexism or comments really sort of like whether comments at in school when you're or, growing old yeah you should play you're a girl and now they're saying oh you're still playing football like yeah are you no <laughs> so you know we you know you see the comments and like your the euros is a great example i'm a bogger for reading comments i try not to bite my tongue and just it just annoys me and it grates me and yeah, i really 100%. try not to buy it and it's like who are you to say that yeah bet you've never kicked a ball in your life yeah bet you've never ran for 90 minutes mm -hmm. do you know what i mean and, it, and it's really hard to look they're gonna have opinions everybody has an opinion and that's fine but sometimes certain comments really don't need to say it yeah. it's not funny it's not cool it's not and it can really hurt yeah. someone it really can yeah. and you know if we're reading it as adults and the day and age that kids are in social media now and a nine-year-old eight-year-old will read that their dreams can just be snatched away from her Massively. because of one comment yeah 100 percent. i think for me as well i've even had things like so since starting her game two i set up the female only facebook group um and i did that for a purpose of making sure that there was another alternative for fans that may want just to speak to other women or feel a bit more comfortable about, I don't know, maybe wanting to meet up and not really wanting to share where they were going or things like that, make friends, make connections. Um, that doesn't mean they can't go into any other group or, you know, anything like that, but it was a, it was a space for connection. And also for me, sharing in the local area for women out there that might want to go to a local game, but not have a clue you know who goes and where to start and they could join and make friends and say you know i'm going to this game can i come with you or you know buddy system for going to away games and things like that if you know and it's, it's all about getting more fans going to the games as well um but the comments on that were like isn't this sexist you know um what about what about a men's group what about this why can't you have that and i'm like okay so let's talk about the men's heads mental health walk for men that is on every other Sunday, um, which I promote actively all the time because honestly, it is a truly amazing thing. I think it is a fantastic initiative and I think it's something that should really be publicized and put out there. That's not sexist. Neither is a female Facebook group. Um, and this is the thing, it's it's about making sure that there's alternatives for people. You know, absolutely, a lot of men feel more comfortable talking to men about mental health. So do women. And women might want to talk to other women about football that's okay none of that is sexist but comments on that were awful and it's just why <laughs> yeah and obviously it's difficult uh, for example there was a couple of comments that monica made me aware of so it's like in the build up to the mansfield chesterfield game and it's just like yes there's a rivalry but it wasn't even about the rivalry it's not it wasn't mansfield chesterfield or 
the, the history behind it or whatever. It was women's football, pff, that's naff. In Why? a roundabout way without Why? Yeah. It had nothing to do with you. Oh, so are you coming to the game then or not? No. No. Are you gonna even just like the post and share it? No, you're just here to have your two pence and potentially rattle me up. But you know, but that that's the sad thing about it at the minute. And you know, it's quite intriguing though, because the more since the Euros, I keep using the Euros, but for me that was a massive milestone where things have changed. Simple as. Like since the games have been going out in the WSLA, uh, WSL, um, comments now are not as bad. I don't think personally. You know, I will try. I will read the comments, and I love reading. Even men, I will give them the due. They will comment and give us praise. Give that team praise. You know, there'll be score lines of six, seven, eight, nine, ten, nil, and men will be like, "That's not a game." Well, I'm sorry to any Man United fans the other night, but <laughs> it's an example. And I, and I made a point about it and I upset a couple of people, but it is an example. You've got overpaid premiership players who everybody goes and, you know, still their sponsors and millions and thousands of pounds and they kick a ball. They do exactly the same as us. And what, what's the difference? Say if they they didn't get, get slate, as yeah. much slated as, as we did or, you know, yeah. when we've had bad results or whatever so what it just it shouldn't be a difference it's just a scoreline you just was unlucky that night that's all and obviously it is international women's day and if you look on twitter facebook any sort of social media at the moment and there is a lot of positivity um mainly spanning from her game too and a lot of the partner clubs um just things that i've seen today derby county have got a new trust um thing linked up there their men's side are going to take on board the women's side and, and provide opportunities there. Stoke, um, they're also looking at doing, they're going part-time, they're going semi-professional as well and there's, there's numerous other things. How positive is it, the fact that steps are being made for sort of like the, the general growth about sort of like women's football, but just, not even just women's football, just women in football and not and just being able to take part in it. Yeah, it's amazing to see. Um, I don't know if you saw today as well, Everton announced to um, the first Premier League player advocates for her game too. Um, and it's uh, one from the men's team, one from the ladies team. And again, you know, that has a huge impact because for me, um, you know, you guys are role models to people growing up. Um, and I think, you know, that's a really positive thing to have you guys on board with that. Um, and it is, it's really good to see that sort of progression and the positive comments today and think, things that clubs are taking on board. Yeah, 100%. And just before I came out, actually, the news was on and, you know, it was Beth Mead and Ellen White and they were promoting, obviously, funding for girls in in football. And, and you know, Richard Sunak was there, the Prime Minister, who obviously it's a massive thing because then it shows that, you know, the government are on board, these things may change um, but due to that funding and, and that involvement within all parties. And same as Monica said, it's the Euros that have probably was winning it that has had, you know, that um, impact and, and yeah. I mean, it's great to see, obviously, these big clubs supporting women, the women's football, her game. I just hope it's for the right reasons. That's, yeah. All, yeah, that's all I'm worried about. Like, it's all right using your big teams yeah. to put these posts out and all these merch and things like that, but... <laughs> If they're not doing it for the right reasons and it's just to put money in their pockets, then it, that's not what these guys no. are doing it for. And, you know, I really hope it, it's, it is for the right reasons. And it's not just to get some more followers, some more people to go in there to go and watch their games, you know. Yeah. I know it's it's going to be a hard road because, we you know, we've, we've tried so long to be seen, to be heard not just in football, but, you know, we're not here to trample on any men's opinion or any man, you know, it really isn't that. We, we want to call all to come together, you know. We, I've got many male friends who have, have supported me through my football career and just supported me in general and that probably wouldn't be where I am today without them. So nothing against males, it's just pointing it in the right direction that's all 
Yeah, and just touching on that, obviously, we have had a lot of um, males that are actually supporting us um, and that absolutely think it's, you know, it's a brilliant idea. Um, I mean, I go to um, away games with mainly males and they do support what her game two is all about. So, yeah, touching on that, it is... What Monica said it is yeah. some of these men have daughters that play football exactly. now as well. Yeah, yeah. So. and that's it. And I think that is <laughs> yeah. why a lot of them are on board with it. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm the, I'm the same as well. You know, I've been going to football since I was four with my dad and his six or seven friends, and you know, they're so supportive and everything. And and you know, yeah, it's obviously you go with your dad as well, don't you? And we all have banter like together, and they support us, and, and you know, it's amazing to see. Obviously. Before we just like touch on the the her game two stuff coming up at the home game against Leeds Orient this weekend, I just want to cast your mind back to the Wimbledon game at the weekend. It won't be a Mansfield Matters podcast unless we actually talked about what matters, and that's Mansfield. And um, it's a three-one win. Did anybody actually 37 go thirty-seven minutes to get the brand tagline in? Thirty-seven minutes ish. Shocking. <laughs> Are we a bit too chatty? He didn't even get it in the first link. I'm just, you know, just like to wind Moving up a on. little bit. Carry on, Cameron. <laughs> but no, it's a three-one win. Did anybody actually go? Because I didn't. Uh, yeah, yeah, me and Kira. Went, me and Kira, yeah. What's your thoughts on it? So obviously, hang on a minute. The host didn't go. The host of the show didn't go to the game. I, I had work. I the had host work. of the show didn't go to the game. Oh, he's the host of the, host oh, of the sh- host of the sh- host of the shit. Oh dear. <laughs> Come on. You're out. Substitution oh, half time. <laughs> <laughs> Did anyone go? Yep. Yeah, we went different. It, it was so. your birthday weekend. You had a nice spa as well, didn't you? Yeah, so oh, there you go. Um, so, of course, FC Wimbledon, Mansfield yeah. being Mansfield, the week before we do what we do against Salford, and we're thinking, anyone else thinking when we go a goal down, here we yeah. go? Yeah, yeah. Every every time. Time. It's like, Too early. I've traveled. still got another 90 minutes to go yet. Every traveled time. all the way so down here. Yeah, yeah. You can tell on this panel already, can't you? Who's the footballer and who, who are the fans? <laughs> that was a very cold day that day as well. Very cold. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. You know, when we went 1-0 down, it was just like, uh, yeah, Wimbledon. I looked at my dad and I thought, oh, no, here we go again. You know, because it's obviously a sort of repeat from the previous week. But, you know, we pulled it back and it was a great game, to be honest. It was a great atmosphere. It was. And even though when we were 1-0 down, do you agree, Keely? Like, the atmosphere was just booming still, even though we were 1-0 down, which is amazing to see. Did you find that a surprise, considering the way we were against Salford? Because I think a lot of people left early. It's the first time I've left early for a long time at a game. There was a lot of disappointment, a lot of... That's really bad, you know, to leave the game early. I know. never leave No matter what. I think you should swap back over, Cam, after that remark. That many people left, it was better to stay behind for the traffic. Got out of the car park quick. That's exactly why I did you know. Exactly. But considering that the way we were against off the negativity which was starting to fly around a little bit, that surprised you that the atmosphere was how it was. Because I think you know, if that was at home and we'd have gone one nil down, I think we might have been sitting <laughs> oh, here talking defin- about a different Definitely. Um I I honestly didn't think that nine hundred and five people had travel all the way down to Wimbledon to be fair. I thought you know, we're probably gonna take six hundred. Yeah. Um but yeah, to to get that support and like Kira says, they were just non stop singing. Yeah. Um, Something chanting. about away days for our lot. Away yeah, yeah. they're a different breed when they go away. away because game. like sometimes like when we're at home games, there's not as much noise. I'm dying to chant away. Uh, yeah, no, you know, so, because obviously I'm yeah. in a block with quiet lot, and you know, family end. I'm like, oh, yeah, we even chant. Come on, obviously, Salford. but yeah, the away games. It, it, yeah. it, I, I can't make many away games. You know, it's, kids play. It's very. I mean, last weekend was my, my rarest. I get a weekend off football. We had no game. The kids had been done by one o'clock, so I went home and watched it on my sofa and just chilled out. You know, but the fans. The, the, the men that you know they really do go for it on away day and that's what speaking of experience if you've got the fans behind you it does give you a bit Definitely. of a kick up the backside so 
just me anyway. 100%. Array days are just a completely different kettle of fish, in yeah. my opinion. Because obviously, I don't know about array days as well. Everyone's sort of together, like sort of at home games, you know. I'm sat there, my dad's sat there, obviously next to me, like some of his friends over there, all, all that. But at array days, you're all together. So it's sort of like you can all get together and create that atmosphere. That's what it is. And then, of course, you know, we do manage to get that, that comeback. And we can't not talk about it as fans, can we? The infamous time shoelaces moment. That was perfect. <laughs> that is, I wanted I... to check his hand. Yeah, yeah. it was me great. Too. It was perfect. <laughs> I absolutely be, loved it. It must be so tough for Danny at the minute. And we've spoke about this too much. So we'll talk about the goal mainly. But, you know, you, you get the, the opportunity. We finally actually play the way which Danny Johnson suits, which is through the middle, ball on the floor, playing off the last defender, opening up yeah. the gaps, and he creates chances and he will get chances through that. But that must have been such a. Do you think as he saw the ball in the back of the back of the net, he was thinking, right, I've got to, I've, I've got to do it. Yeah, absolutely, a hundred percent. I felt like that ball took so long to go in the back so of the net. So long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that was, that was after all, after over. everything he's been through, and obviously the comments he's had and things like that, he, he thoroughly deserved that, and that was the perfect way to celebrate perfect 100% 100% Definitely. yeah I think when he actually did that celebration I was too busy trying not to get knocked over so it was sort of something that I had to watch a bit later on but um yeah just amazing just really thought well well thought of and yeah I was in stitches I thought it was one of the funniest things that I've seen in a very long time to be fair and obviously now we've got this situation where he may well out of nowhere get more opportunities now that Will Swan is injured for the rest of the season so who knows it could be the confidence booster that he needs but definitely it's, it'd be interesting to see how it uh, how it plays out yeah mm. who knows it could be yeah it's interesting to obviously and that that's what football's all about you know interesting to see how things turn out and yeah just need to keep just, together yeah. and keep pushing 100 percent. this there's still you know still in reach of the of the run but if they just need to stick together, that's all it is. So, and the fans as well. Yeah, you know, it's you know, a whole. We, we all have bad thing. days and good days at football. We know that, and we we read the comments and slating each other, <laughs> and you know that's football. But when it comes to game day, stick together, can do this. You know, we all want the same thing. Yeah, the players yeah, don't yeah. want to lose. No, you know, <laughs> they're no. not out there to lose. No, not at all. You know, we all want the same. It's thing. It's just finding that passion and desire, like you know say it all the time, I ain't getting any younger. So when I am playing, I will play 110% as best as I can. And if I know I've put a good run in, I'm happy. You know, obviously a win is great, but, you know, if we lose, we lose. But I, as long as I know I've put the graft in, and that's all we ever ask as fans, you know, we pay this money, we sit in that cold, you know, we we, we, we don't get no mushy peas because it runs out, you know. <laughs> we just want the passion and desire you know, you put that into the game. If you lose, doesn't matter. You tried, but sometimes it is frustrating when you just like, come on. I mean, can get the ball. Yeah. <laughs> so, but no, overall, it was obviously a good result for us. Also, last one from me before I let Cam come back. Oh. I mean, I, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. I've just got visions of the comments now. It's hashtag Craig is a bully. <laughs> hashtag Craig out. This is all hashtag get Cam back in. Seven thousand accounts, which he's got by the way. But there you go. How pivotal, though, is that result, that win on Saturday? Because we had the stumble, we sort of fell out. And had we lost against uh, AFC Wimbledon, the gap would have got a little bit bigger. People might have started to think, oh, my God, where's the next win going to come from? Especially when you look at the next few fixtures. So for the group and for our mentality of supporters, how key do you think getting those three points were? Um, I believe it was massive. Um, I think if we had a lost it, like you say, you know, we're only five points behind third. So I, I keep thinking that, you know, if, if we can keep that open, get behind get behind the lads and we can do it. Um I know Saturday's gonna be tough. Um but you know well, if we played they, like we did they when might we played in place, we should have exactly. if it wasn't for the heat that day, yeah. we'd have definitely won. Whoever scored first that day was I think it's whoever turns up obviously on day and like Monica's just said they so going out there and giving 110 percent then it we're gonna do it um if they're not then that's a different story 
Yeah, let's certainly hope that the that the Canon can get back to continue winning ways on Saturday afternoon as we welcome Leighton Orient, obviously the her game two fixture, and that's probably where I should let Exciting Cameron. Times. I'm quite comfy though now. Do you think I should? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, you can share. Yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's not like we're at home. I can't just boot him out. That's well, yeah, that's true because you turn the the entire stream off, wouldn't you? Yeah. I think whilst I'm here though, I'll touch upon one thing. Um, and that's, of course, obviously listening to what you guys have been talking about tonight. Really insightful stuff. It's discussions which need to continue happening. And from my perspective, obviously, I've been broadcaster for years in and out and seen sexism is still rife in the game, especially for broadcasters. It's interesting when you were talking earlier about um, the amount of females that get the opportunity. And I think we as a podcast have perhaps been a little bit guilty over the last six years or so of not having female representatives representatives and it's great to have you guys along with us tonight you've shared your opinions when we've just been talking about the game there it's absolutely no different to looking at Alan or Clive or Nathan or Nick I think I've not missed anyone out there have I now yeah and um, and you know it's really <laughs> love you <laughs> finally achieve what I set out to achieve um no um and you know it's it's so important for you guys to have a voice but as a podcast, we've been a little bit guilty of that, but there are certain perhaps things which come into that. When we first started, our first seven episodes were done where, Cam? Can you remember? Yeah, yeah, your back bedroom. No, the first seven episodes. Oh, yes. Um, uh, Titchfield Park, Carbank Park, in the rain. We thought um, it would be a great idea to meet up in coffee shops, meet and, and sit around and have a coffee because none of us drank. So the alcohol thing was irrelevant. It basically became our pub. And we realised after a while, we didn't broadcast any of them live, that it became a bit of a nightmare because parks were getting colder when we could do it. <laughs> Light was getting dark. And we just thought, right, well, let's just do it at a house. But the problem with that is we all got to know each other quite well. But to bring a female voice in, into that and saying, do you want to come round to my back bedroom and do a, po do a podcast with four other blokes? That's block, delete. Do you know what I mean? It, it's, it's so harsh. But now that we've changed our technology and the way we do things, having more female voices on is something we definitely want to do, which is why we were so eager to work with you guys. Obviously, Emmy, you've been on before and, you know, people keep asking about when you're going to come back on. So we'll get you to come back on more. I'm sure they will with you guys as well once tonight has gone out. And I think it's just a really important thing to say, but especially in the broadcasting world, I saw it last season when I was doing commentary. There was a female journalist who approached a manager after the game asking for a comment. And he told her, for want of a better phrase, to F off, to Jeff off. Straight into her face. I don't want to I don't want to talk to someone who doesn't who I don't think has an opinion on football, which is so wrong and so discouraging. Wow. I've had it before as well, where I've had someone with me who's been like helping me out doing notes and stuff. We used to travel to games together and everything. And a club physio said something to her once of, you've got no place in this environment. And it's it's mind-blowing to see that those opinions are still there. But I'm so glad that this movement is, you know, going on and starting to rectify that. And, you know, like you said earlier, we've all been going to games for God knows how many years. Some people have had that thing of what so you're doing many. here the, more, more than others. <laughs> Others maybe not have had that, but it's so crazy. It's just a place for everyone to be together. So I'm hoping 100%. that on the back of this tonight, more female fans feel like they can reach out to, to you guys and to uh, to connect with you. So where can they do that if they want to do that? Yeah, so um, if you want to speak to us directly, um, we've got our own Instagram, which I think is it, Mansfield Her Game 2. Um, and then there's mine, which is um, underscore uh, Her Game 2 Mansfield. Uh, on Twitter, um, you know, DMs and everything is always open if anyone wants to talk. We've got the Her Game 2 Facebook group for any women as well that want to join that and come and have a chat to us. Um, you know, we'll be around the ground and things like that. So hopefully you see our faces and <laughs> can start to figure out who we are. Um, and yeah, absolutely. Come and talk to us, get involved. If you've got anything that you need to report, please let us know. Um, because we work with the club to make sure that anything is reported and dealt with appropriately. Um, and we also record that with Her Game 2 as well, because we do report back um, to the EFL on, you know, reports and things like that that we've had. So, um, yeah, please get in touch. Yeah, absolutely do that. Right, before we let him back in, we've got one question to ask him. Kicked you out because you weren't there last Saturday. Are you coming this weekend? Uh, ish. 
Yeah, no, I'll be. <laughs> All right, then. I'll be there. I hope you'll come in Thank this weekend. You. I shall hand back over to Camphelton, everybody. Let's go. <laughs> Welcome back, Cam. Keep going. Hey, the comments proper popped off then, didn't they? <laughs> Clive's been in touch. Good, good to see a better host. Nathan's Nathan's back. Nice to look at Craig's face and not Cam's. Uh, Nick's been in. Nick's been in touch. Anybody else smell that? <laughs> The burgers downstairs smell lovely. Food from the downstairs kitchen, which you can get here at Cafe Lounge, which is in the centre of Mansfield, because they're supporting us tonight by doing this podcast. Give them a plug. Thank you, Cafe Lounge. It's fantastic, um, and we and we really do appreciate. It. And hopefully, we can bring more of this sort of stuff to you. So, um, obviously, it's ten years since we uh, won promotion back to the football league. We've we've got ideas. We've got plans. We've got way more things that we can get involved. You guys involved with. There's so much to. To be part of and obviously coming up this weekend is it is Leighton Orient at home but it is also the her game to dedicated fixture and um, tell firstly what are dedicated fixtures and and what's it about and what specifically is actually happening on on Saturday at, at the one call stadium yeah so dedicated fixtures is the club's way of kind of helping get the message out there showcasing um the things that we're doing getting more women involved um and really kind of getting that message out there um got quite a few bits planned uh you'll see the squad warming up in her game two t-shirts um which again is lovely to see um we've got a photo board so we'll be going around the ground taking pictures with everybody you know please come and find us have some pictures um we've got badges to give out um yeah we've got stickers as well um we have got monica you're going to be uh, around and doing a couple of interviews and things yes i've been summoned to do interviews <laughs> thank you very much yeah. Favorite thing. Yay. we've got yeah, we've got me doing interviews and then obviously we've got two of our yeah. uh, squad members as well helping out in the family stand yeah as well so yeah nice to obviously be seen as well so yeah look forward to it yeah, I think they've got. Um, they're going to print out some um, her game two logos and things like that for the kids to kind of colour in and draw in the family room and get some pictures with the girls. <laughs> um, we're going to be walking out onto the pitch, leading the players out. So we've got um, three of the junior team um, that are going to walk out um, holding the flag, and then us three are going to kind of follow <laughs> um, <laughs> behind uh, and have some pictures out there. Um, I don't have to have I missed anything possibly I think that's everything but yeah we've got lots planned it's going to be an exciting day yeah um flag bearers as well oh yeah um all girl flag bearers yeah. all the um ball, ball kids girls. are all going to be girls um yeah they're all looking forward to that are well. they they love doing so things pleased. like that they, they, rather than the meeting, you know even just doing old. like yeah. ball girls you know it might be cold for them but they like to be involved with the ground with the team where you know they play yeah. for all this yeah. Grand, so they want to be involved with it. Definitely, you know, even just walking out with the flag, like my rubbish. My daughter's one of them, and she's absolutely buzzing. It's a birthday on the oh. same day, so she's oh, you know no. always helps. But Perfect. yeah, so um, hopefully she can get a few photos with some of the players and that, and just little things like that will help so much. Going back to our game against Chesterfield, walking out with us, flag bearing with us, ball ball girls with us, they loved it. And, you know, it's just one little thing they can take in and experience and hopefully do again the more in the, as the seasons go on. So, yeah. Same as you say, it's something so little, but it goes a long oh, way. Oh, it means a massive, massive amount. The little they'll go things home, They'll go home lot. smiling. Yeah. yeah. In a photo. You know, what one girl was having a ticket to our game with autographs on. Aww. She'll keep that on a bedside table or even frame it. You know, something silly like that to, that might seem silly to us will be a massive thing to it's her. It's like their role model, isn't it? Like, yeah. not yeah. just obviously the people that are involved, but the club as well, the, like the yeah. club as whole and getting them involved in. Yeah. Yeah, and things like that. There's also going to be um, a lot more kind of signage out and leaflets and um, things on the scoreboard about the reporting system. Um, so we're really keen as a club that it's it's not kind of split up. So it's not if you are getting sexist abuse, you need to report to this. Or if you're getting homophobic or racist abuse, you've got to go to these different people. Um, we've got one number that's going to be shared for everything, um, any type of abuse at the game um, that's anonymous and kind of for reporting system. So that's going to be kind of put out everywhere for people to see um, and know what to do with everyone's like individual logos on and things like that. So it, it's really kind of going down this inclusivity equality route and it's not just the individual no yeah 
So that's positive. Oh, fantastic. And obviously, if there's anybody down at, at the One Call Stadium on Saturday, touch wood, game's on, um, that, that you come and see these guys and, and check out what's on in the, in the family room in the back of the quarry lane end. If you're in hospitality, in see Monica or any other ladies players, say hi, get a photo, get an autograph. They love it. They love the attention. <laughs> obviously, the most important thing on Saturday is three points. So what's your predictions? We're going to start with you, Emma. Give us your predictions. Mansfield Town versus Leighton Orient. <laughs> right. It's a tough one. So I feel like I've got to be positive. <laughs> I mean, you don't. We've got the most pessimistic person ever behind the camera. No, so I can't lie. When they confirmed that the dedicated fixture was going to be against Leighton Orient, I was like, really? Really? That one? The league leaders? Um, but I'm going to go confident. And I'm going to say we're going to win. And I'm going to say it's going to be 2-1. And gold, yeah, golden goal time. First, on, first goal scorer. Job. First goal scorer. No, first goal time. Sorry. Oh, yeah. first goal time. Eight minutes. I didn't say for us. <laughs> <laughs> Just to clarify. <laughs> Easy way, the hard way, and the Mansfield Town way. It seems then. Yeah. 100%. Um, Kira will go with you next. I don't know. I'm feeling the same as Emma. I feel like I've got to be positive, but um. I don't know. I'm going to say three-two towards. I think it's. I think after last Saturday, I think we'll properly put our, you know, our feet into it, and I think we'll bring effort to it, and you know, bring that extra oomph if you like. So, I think they'll give us a good run, but I think we might push it back. And golden goal. Oh, 16. I'm going to go. My lucky number, but also I think not too early, not too late. It's just probably when people are finding their feet. Keely, we'll go with you next. I'm going to go with a 2-0 victory to us. 2-0 win. Um, and I think it's going to be 26 minutes. Monica, what's your prediction? 3-1 win. Straight in. <laughs> I'm going to go 3-2. 3-2. Danny Johnson's going to score more. Yeah. And whilst you're writing those <laughs> down, Cam, I'll do ours from the group chat if you want. Uh, so we've not got Nick's yet. Obviously, we've not got uh, mine and Cam's yet, but Clive went with a 2-1 Stags win, 38 minutes. You don't need to write these ones down. They're in the group chat. Uh, well, you can if you want to carry on then. If you make it, if you feel if you feel like you're making yourself useful, you carry on. It's it's nice to see you actually doing something good for once. Oh, wish you normally like this. Are you yeah. normally Ooh. like this? Oh yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> And oh, then, yeah, constantly. Our he, group chat's horrific. <laughs> but the thing is, he knows I'm only joking. He loves he, it, he, don't he? He knows he loves it. So there you go. Uh, Alan goes has gone for a 2-0 Stags win, 28 minutes. Nathan's gone a little bit pessimistic and gone for a one-all draw, 11 minutes. I think Oliver might have just got his phone and just pressed the one key, to be honest. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so one-all draw, 11 minutes. Uh, we'll get Nick's later in the week. Um, I will go with league leaders, but considering Saturday and how we bounce back, we do struggle a little bit at home, so it's going to be a little bit narrow. I'm going to say we will sneak a one-nil win, and it will be the 88th minute. I'm going to go. I'm going to go for late oh, drama, and we get no points for this in the podcast Don't prediction league. <laughs> But it's going to be Danny Johnson again, and he's going to he's, he's going to pull some laces out of his shorts and start like wave, start throwing him into the crowd. Cam, I'm very shocked. I thought he was going to go with a loss. To be honest, I'm uh, lucky. Um, um, I think I'm oh, same again. I think it's going to be a tight one, but I think we'll sneak it. It'll be a two-one win, and I'm going to go for the twenty-third minute. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not overly confident, but you never know. Um, obviously, if you want to get involved in podcast predictions, um, the link's in our socials somewhere down below. Um, and rule is, what is it, an hour, hour and one minute? <laughs> to be fair. Where are you going, Craig? To, to be fair, to be fair, we usually have to put in the group chat not long before kickoff for somebody somewhere to put their prediction in. Usually it's Nathan. 
Yeah, usually it's Nathan. To be yeah, it's usually Nathan that forgets. So, I actually, I think Emma, you've been on the podcast this series more than Nathan has. So, I'm fine. He's, I'm he's really happy with that. You're <laughs> yeah, you're brilliant. In. I'll take his spot <laughs> next, next Tuesday. We're on. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, that's all we've got time for. Um, thank you for for coming on. It's been fantastic to hear about her game too and and what it's about and just a, a very quick reminder sort of like what's going on at the one call stadium on saturday yeah um we'll be around photo board um badges to give out um walking out with the team with the juniors uh monica around for some interviews and some other ladies players in the family room um lots going on come and get involved yeah thanks for having us and you know even if you want to just come and have a chat with us have a chat about our experience as a fan and um you know I, you know when we started watching Stags and, and, you know, our opinions and things like that on, and even what we're about, it's just, yeah, come and have a chat. We're friendly. <laughs> Keely, any last words? Um, thank you for having us. And yeah, again, just come and get involved, support um, the lads and um, hopefully we we'll get that win. And Monica, most importantly, when is Mansfield Town Ladies next fixture? <laughs> Uh, it is next now. Sunday, 19th March, I think it is. 18th, 19th. Mother's Day. Um, oh, yes, Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. Oh, so I don't even have a day off. <laughs> um, <laughs> typical. Uh, so that is our next feature. That is the County Cup semi-final, which obviously, if anyone did see, we drew Forest Reserves. Okay. Yeah. Love Forest Reserves and Forest in general. So, but no, it'll be... As always, a feisty game. One, obviously, that we plan on winning. Um, I do believe it is two o'clock kickoff at RH on that Sunday. So the more the merrier. All support, welcome. Make sure you bring your hat and your gloves because it's always cold down at RH. They do lovely sausage rolls and everything in the calf. So, yeah. Might Thanks for having us. <laughs> <laughs> you should love it. Craig, any final words before we head off? Oh, well, I thought I was just going to press the button and be done with that. But there you go. No, just to obviously say from a podcast point of view, thanks so much for, for coming out tonight. We wanted to do it like this rather than do it virtually because we think the power of getting people in a room together and talking, you laugh. We could be sat here for hours and hours on end doing this podcast and talking. So you're definitely more than welcome back anytime. And of course, make sure you get involved with the stuff on Saturday if you go into the game. And also a big thanks to the Capo Lounge as well tonight, who have literally cleared the entirety of the, uh, their upstairs space for us to be able to set this up this evening and, and everything. So if you're in around town and you fancy a coffee, maybe you fancy a coffee before the game on Saturday, come in here and, uh, and have a drink. They serve alcohol as well as uh, food and, and coffees and things like that as well. So uh, come in and, and get involved and no doubt we'll see you, uh, see you guys again in a bit. And Cam... Oh, do I really need to say those two little words? Those two words? Shall I say the two words or not? I don't know what two words is on about. I know. It's been emotional. No, that's no. one. Um, I was going to say, well done. Unfortunately, that's all we've got time for tonight. My thanks to the very special Her Game 2 Mansfield Matters podcast panel. And, of course, to Cam Felton for keeping it all together. Also, our extended thanks as a podcast to the fantastic Capo Lounge in Mansfield. Make sure if you're in and around town, you get yourself down here. Get yourself a coffee. Get yourself a beer. It's a great place to relax. It's a great place to hang out. Come down here and uh, just enjoy a bit of time to relax and unwind. These guys have been fantastic for us over the years. We've filmed series here. We've always sort of popped in and had little meetings between ourselves. It really is the place to be in town. So thanks very much to them for their hospitality. As Cam mentioned, no doubt earlier on, make sure you go on social media and follow the Her Game 2 movement. Emma and the team do fantastic stuff for female football fans so make sure you go and follow and check out everything that they do especially on Saturday for the Her Game 2 dedicated fixture as the Stags welcome Leighton Orient to One Call Stadium and of course speaking of that don't forget to get involved with podcast predictions the link that you need is in the description you must enter no later than one hour and one minute before kickoff on Saturday afternoon that's all we've got time for as I say thanks very much for watching for listening and for sticking by us for I'm sure some technical gremlins that have occurred over the past hour or so tonight. This is the show for the fans, by the fans. Her game two always matters, as does watching Mansfield Town. Good night.
Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.